This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm Matt, and I'm not your host today. We'll get to that in a minute. Today, we'll have an all Benchwarmers teams facing each other. We will have JJ and Dan facing Scott and myself. So let's go through the guys and say hi to everyone. JJ, why don't you tell us how you've been, and then, uh, Dan, you can go after him. Yeah, man, been doing well. I uh, got a brand new microphone, so I hope it sounds a little bit better. Uh, got a I hope it improves your uh, trivia questions. So Probably not, but uh, <laughs> I do have Dan to carry me. So I uh, uh, tried to go to the gym last night so I can get a little bit weight off so that Dan can uh, carry me a little bit easier. I know he's a little old, so his back might be hurting here. But uh, thanks, Dan. How you doing, man? I was doing really, really well today <laughs> until I found out I was teaming up with JJ. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on. Are you kidding me? It's a 3v1, baby. Uh, it might end up being – I might end up trading you tonight, JJ. Well, <laughs> player to be named later. Player to be named later, yeah. <laughs> or for cash or something like that. All right, so what's I don't your know. We, team we, name? We, we just – you know, we classically, you know, for the purposes of the show, don't get along. And uh, I would have said, let's be – why can't we be friends? But someone's already been that. Buddies forever. No, I think I think we're gonna go with what JJ suggested. He's gonna we're gonna go with the old and the beautiful. <laughs> which one's which? But Dan, you're talking about yourself, both of them. Um, Scott, how have you been, sir? I'm pretty good. I'm hanging in there. It's starting to get cold here in upstate New York, so I'm, you know, preparing myself for that, both mentally and physically. I'm doing the anti JJ. I'm getting fatter so that I have more, you know, cushion <laughs> and more warmth. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And also anti JJ, I don't have a new microphone, so I still have the crappy one that you guys are used to. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. And then Scott, you and I'll be a team. And, uh, I was so excited on Saturday because my, uh, my squad had won over in Germany and my squad had won Friday night in Madison, Wisconsin. But then I found out on Sunday that my stupid quarterback went and got COVID. But then now I find out that not only did he get COVID, but then his backup got COVID and the original first string quarterback was injured. So now there may, might play on Saturday against the number four, or with the number four quarterback, if they play at all. So who are they supposed to play? The Huskers, which would have been funny if they would have beaten them with their fourth string quarterback. Then I would have had a lot of fun in my household. So, but um no, but uh, my uh, my guys over in Germany played again today in the UEFA. They played Moscow and they beat them two to one, which was fun. Uh, basically, they decided in with like about ten minutes left to turn it on and score that extra goal. So that was nice. So for that, that means that Scott and I we've decided to have our team name be uh, Luscious Lewandowski. So in honor of Mr. Roberto, the Polish great. So. All right, and we have a special guest host today, an assistant coach at our Patreon level. Trevor Hogue is joining us, and he'll be taking it over. So, Trevor, first of all, how you been? What's going? What's not? What's new? And tell us, remind the folks a little bit about who you are. I'm doing pretty well, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's my first time hosting. I'm excited for it. Uh, Matt, you're not ready for the Danny Vandenboom experience. Uh, the preferred walk-on for Wisconsin, Danny Vandenboom. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm hoping that he, yeah. Yeah, he's the best name ever for a fourth-string quarterback. Is that going to be a, a pre- and post-game or no? Nah? 
Uh, Danny Vander Boomer Esiason. There you go. <laughs> that's, an Eric, that's an Eric level pre and post game. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Uh, we just got snow in Kansas City a couple days ago. It shouldn't snow in Kansas City in October. I thought I left that when I moved from Wisconsin, but apparently not. So here we are. But I'm excited to do this tonight. All right, well, we go ahead and uh, turn it over to the rules and then uh, have Trevor take us to the tailgate. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, it's now time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points apiece, and we'll hand it over to Trevor. All right, gentlemen, today's tailgate round is themed around short coaching tenures. The first tailgate question is this. What football coach jumped from the college ranks to the NFL, going 4-12 and with the Raiders in 2007, but being fired by Al Davis just four games into the 2008 season? We can check in. All right. Luscious Lewandowski has checked in. Old and beautiful. You can talk it out. JJ, I'm a closet Raiders fan. We should be able to get this. I, just hold on. Let me... Why are you a closet Raiders fan? I, I had to pick a team, um, an AFC team, and uh, I really, really liked uh, Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson and to a lesser extent, like Willie Galt and Tim Brown. And, and I just, they were my team. Um, but, uh, oh, I, yeah, I got it. It's, uh, it's, it's Lane Kiffin. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. It's Lane Kiffin. We can, we can check that in. All right. Old and the Beautiful has checked in with Lane Kiffin. Luscious Lewandowski, what did you check in with? Lane Kiffin? More like lame Kiffin, am I right? <laughs> 26,000 pennies lame. <laughs> yeah, we also checked in with Lane Kiffin. <laughs> All right, Luscious Lewandowski checked in with Lane Kiffin, and both teams getting points here. The correct answer is indeed Lane Kiffin. Uh, when I researched this question, I've, I saw that Kiffin's coaching career began during his final season at Fresno State. He was the quarterback in the late 90s. But new hotshot David Carr came in when Kiffin was a fifth-year senior and took over Kiffin's spot. So what does Kiffin do? Kiffin is fed up with this. So he shows up to practice one day in just shorts and a shirt. The coach tells him to get off the field. So Kiffin huffs back into the locker room, calls his dad, the legendary coach. Dad's having none of it, tells his son, get back out there. So Lane goes back out there on the field and announces himself as the assistant wide receivers coach. And from that moment on, Lane Kiffin has been a coach. So, and, and knowing Lane Kiffin now, it's almost not surprising that he would pull something like that. It's almost as if we should have seen that coming. It makes all the sense in the world. The second tailgate question is this. What NBA team hired legendary UNLV coach Jerry Tarkanian in 1992 before firing him only 20 games into the season? We can check in. All right. Old and the beautiful have checked in. Luscious Lewandowski, you can talk it out if you'd like. I, uh, this is eluding me. Deductive reasoning says a bad team probably that wanted to, you know, hire a, a well-renowned college coach. Well, that kind of narrows it down. So you got 
Phoenix, Sacramento was bad back then. Yeah, um, I don't think it was Sacramento. Clippers, obviously, are always bad, you know, except for recently. Um, the Spurs? It's just me, so I'm just going to talk it out with myself, if you guys don't mind. You would probably want to stay out west, maybe. Maybe didn't want to, you know, travel too far. Oh, yeah, well, maybe uh, Lynn Dickey. It's a great Matt impression. <laughs> okay, you're doing the rest of the time until Matt gets back as as Matt and you, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm really not sure, Matt. I, I should know this one. Um, I'd say we just kind of take a guess. All right, well, let's try to think of, let's at least make a, a reasonable guess. I mean, we know it wasn't uh, the Celtics. We know it wasn't the Lakers. What, well, at Wisconsin. No, Matt, it's a UNL, UNLV question. No, no, right. I know. I know. But at, uh, Wisconsin's coach at the time, uh, it was this guy, the third stringer. I, I, okay, man, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to check. We're going to check in with the San Antonio Spurs. All right. Luscious Lewandowski has checked in with the San Antonio Spurs. The old and the beautiful. What did you check? What did you check in with? You. The backup beeper. It's the Spurs. Yeah, indeed. The answer is the San Antonio Spurs. After being fired, he uh, stayed out of coaching for a couple of years, but returned three years later as the head coach of Fresno State. And when he was at Fresno State, led them to six consecutive 20-win seasons. So, I mean, his college acumen is uh, amazing. But uh, to, to, be, to be fair, the Spurs were awful. So, well, how much of it is his fault? Yeah. You guys got me back now. You never left, Matt. Did you did you hear Scott's masterful impression of you? <laughs> Scott Scott played both sides of the conversation. That's awesome. Did we get it right? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Checked in with Lynn Dickey. Lynn Dickey, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was the Spurs. We got it right. So we got it? Mm-hmm. Both teams got it? Yep. Okay, good. All right. The third tailgate question is this. In 2008, which NHL team led by Martin San Louis and Vincent LeCavier fired Barry Melrose after only 16 games? We can check in with a hockey question. Boop, boop. I know this one too. Okay, then. Luscious Lewandowski is checking in with some confidence. On a hockey question, no less. Old and the Beautiful, you want to talk it out a little bit? No, Dan wants to talk it out because uh, Josh doesn't do hockey. You said Martin St. Louis, which basically makes it the Lightning. So I don't remember him with the Lightning, but it's it's going to be the Lightning. If you trust me, JJ. Just for this episode, I will trust you. Okay, thanks. That's your vote of confidence. It's overwhelming. All right, so you're checking in with the Tampa Bay Lightning? The uh, Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. All right. The old and the beautiful have checked in with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Luscious Lewandowski, what did you say? Yep, we had the same answer. We knew both right away because I think this was in a question where you and I may have even been playing together here a couple of weeks back where uh, a Barry Melrose question. So I can tell you that, that question had nothing to do with it. That was my team back in the day, the Lightning. Brad Richards, Vinny oh, Cavalier, okay. and Martin St. Louis, baby. It's the Lightning. All right. And you are both all, you're all correct. The answer is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Melrose compiled a f- record of five, seven, and four with the Lightning in his 16 games. He left his job at ESPN to take the job and then just returned to ESPN a couple months later. So, a nice little vacation from ESPN. 
the record wasn't that bad. I was kind of surprised to see like it was a very mediocre record that he would just be fired so quickly. Uh, but yeah, the answer was the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right. So after the tailgate, we have a score of 30 to 30. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. And that means we will be going into quarter number one. Trevor, what's what do we have in store for quarter number one? Quarter number one tonight will be the Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing ten items where the teams will go back and forth, guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. The first Dean's List wants you to list for me the top 10 career leaders in strikeouts for hitters. Old and the Beautiful, one first. If he connected with the ball, it went out of the park, but uh, he didn't always connect with the ball. We'll go with uh, Jim Tomei. Jim Tomei is number two on the list with 2,548 strikeouts in his career. I'm pretty sure he's got to be at least in the top three. If you, He was number one for a long time. Um, I think Harmon Killebrew has got to be in the top five. Checking in with Harmon Killebrew? Yep. Harmon Killebrew is not on the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? Never trust Matt. I could have swore he just, somebody just passed him recently as the number one on the list. I don't really think we should use the mulligan, dude. Because I don't, I don't know how many, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, well, then, then we're going to say no to a mulligan. Holy cow. Unless you think you can get, think of like five, because I don't think I can. I mean, we can think of five possible names, but not guaranteed. Yeah. Right. A lot of guys have struck out, but. I swear he was on the top. Anyway, okay. We're not going to use a mulligan, Trevor. All right. Not going to use your mulligan. And for reference, I just I did just look it up. Harmon Kilbrew comes in at number 37 on the Jeez. career leaders in strikeouts. Wow. wow. 37 guys passed him for number one. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Striking out one more time than uh, one Benchwarmer's favorite, not favorite player, one of their favorites, Chili Davis. Oh, well, we can take that one off the list there. Yeah, I'm going to take <laughs> yeah. him off, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think you were necessarily going to go with Chili Davis, but all right. So Luscious Lewandowski is not going to use their mulligan. So Old and the Beautiful, see if you can complete the list. All right. So, JJ, this is going to be guys that swung for the fences. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm almost positive Adam Dunn's going to be up there. Yeah. All right. We'll go with, we'll go with Adam Dunn. Adam Dunn? is number three on the list, 2,379 career strikeouts. Yeah, we'll go with A-Rod. I mean, A-Rod. A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, is number five on the list, 2,287 career strikeouts. We've got Sammy Sosa on there. Should we go with him? Yeah. Uh, 
Sammy Sousa. The man with the corked bat himself, Sammy Sosa, number four on the list, 2,306 strikeouts. So we'll check in with uh, Jose Canseco. Juiced himself, Jose Canseco is number seven on the list, 1,942. All right, so now we're out of names. So now we got to start thinking of sluggers that tried to kill the ball all the time. What about Chris Davis? Yeah, he could very well be on there. I mean, he's still active though, isn't he? I think so. I just know he freaking whiffs so much. Um, yeah, we can we can go with him if you want. Let's let's try to generate a few names and then yeah, yeah, yeah. go with that. So we got we'll we'll definitely keep him in the mix. Um who's above Jim Tome? It's not Harmon Killebrew, I know that. <laughs> Hold on, let me enter the mind palace real quick. Uh oh. <laughs> um, I bet I bet Mike Schmidt is up there too. Yeah, that's a good one. Dave Kingman might be up on this list. Um, I, I I don't have, I don't know. You want to go with, let's go with Chris Davis. I will go Chris Davis. Chris Davis is not on the list. He is number 15 all time. Oh, he'll get there. Yeah. Give give him a couple (laughs) more and he'll pass number 14 on the list. Tony Perez. Are are you going to use your mulligan? No, we're not going to use our mulligan. Are we? Hell no. All right. So we, we still need to fill in the number one spot the number six spot and eight through 10 number one, Mr. October, Reggie Jackson. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 2,597 strikeouts. If Jim Tomey had played one more year, he would have taken that spot. I bet number six, Andres Galarraga. Ooh, the big cat. Number eight, Willie Stargell. Oh yeah. That makes Mm, sense. Number nine, another guy who follows in the vein of either hits it out of the park or strikes out Mark Reynolds. Oh yeah. And yeah. number number ten was one that kind of surprised me, Curtis Granderson. Really, the contact wow. hitter. Yeah, that surprised yeah. me. I was very surprised to see him. Uh, Mike Schmidt, number twelve. Mike Mike Cameron, number eleven, and Fred McGriff. All right, moving on to the second dean's list. Need you to give me the top ten countries by Little League World Series appearances, excluding the United States of America. Luscious Lewandowski, you're up first. Because I had uh, a specific type of food today. We're going to start off with Mexico. (laughs) Mexico has the second most appearances outside the USA with 33 appearances. Old and the Beautiful? Yeah, we both said the same one, so you can check in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll go with that one then. We'll go with with Japan. Japan is number three with 30 appearances. Uh, We'll go with uh, Taiwan. Taiwan or Chinese Taipei is number four with 29 appearances. Good God, Dan. <laughs> My gosh, we, okay, we got to do this then. We both, we, we've both typed so far, we both typed Japan. Then we both typed Taiwan. And then this time we both typed Venezuela. So I guess we have to go with Venezuela. Venezuela is number six on the list with 21 appearances. The, uh, we're going to go with the uh, DR, Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic is not on the list. We have to use it, the mulligan, right? Or no? I mean, we don't have to. This is only the second Dean's list. We've gone through four, so there's six left. But we're not doing well, so it's like, do we want to save it for the third one? (laughs) I thought we were doing great. Yeah, I mean, if you feel strongly about these other ones, then... Yeah, that one right there, actually, I feel better about. All right, let's, let's use the mulligan then. Okay. Using your mulligan, what will your next answer be? 
Okay, well, let's go with uh, Scott's last one here, which I think is good. We'll go with Cuba. Cuba is not on oh the list. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, this was fun, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. As far as I can tell on the list, Cuba is has never appeared. Do they not have little league in Cuba? <laughs> well, it's got to be it's got to be a political thing. They're probably not allowed. Yeah. All right. Old and the beautiful. Can you f- finish the list? All right. JJ can I I I bet Canada's number 1. Yeah. Yeah, I think Canada for sure. I mean, it's top 10 for sure. We'll we'll yeah, we'll go with Canada. Canada is indeed number 1 on the list. 63 appearances. I I I like Curacao a lot. Yeah. They seem to be there a lot at least lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Curacao. Check in with Curacao. Curacao is number eight on the list. Okay. Saudi Arabia is there like almost every year because I think they're like the, the dominant ones in their, in their region. So they always make it. Yep. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll go Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is number five on the list. 22 appearances. Good call. I wouldn't have caught that one, but that's a good one. And then we got the, we got, uh, you said Germany. I said maybe, so maybe we do that. I mean, I'm I'm good for it. All right, let's yeah, let's go Germany. Germany is number seven on the list. This list I found here combines West Germany and Germany, but they are number seven. Legit. Panama, maybe. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Does Puerto Rico count? Yeah, they count, don't they? I think. So. Trevor, there's two left, and what positions are left? Number nine and number ten. Pick one of those. I think there we have just as good a shot as either of them. Yeah, we'll go with yours first. Uh, you said Panama. Go Panama? Okay, go Panama. Panama is number 10. Nice. You just want to try Puerto Rico and call it a day? Why not? It's, All right. You threw it out there. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, my heart's devotion, is number nine. We got a new Dan. Holy cow. You have completed the list. Nice job, old and the beautiful. Good job, guys. Dominican Republic is number 12 on the list oh really okay yeah spain number 11 our third dean's list question we go to the world of college football need you to name me the top 10 all-time leaders in passing touchdowns over a college career or fbs teams now i guess Uh, we go first yes you do ultimately beautiful can you give it taking that one away yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely okay we'll say uh houston great case keenum Case Keenum is number one, 155 touchdowns. All right, Luscious Lewandowski, who's on, who's on your list? Yeah, he was uh, pretty prolific. We're going to go with uh, the Texas Tech Raider, Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell, former Packer great, is number three with 134 touchdowns. We'll go with the other, the other Texas Tech great, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'll go with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> His illustrious career, he is tied for number four. At 131 touchdowns. Oh, you mean this guy? Yes. Yeah, do it. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is number two. 142 touchdowns. Is he still with the Cowboys? He's their uh, offense coordinator still. I feel like last year he was all the rage. Yeah, I mean, their offense, not the problem this year. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I I think he's probably up there. He he had a huge couple years. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Yeah, you can go check that one in. Let's do that. All right, we'll check in with uh, Aaron Murray. Aaron Murray is on the list, tied for eighth with 121 touchdowns. Uh, so we're going to check in with Colt Brennan. 
Colt Brennan is also tied for number four, 131 touchdowns. I want to go with the one that I had said. He was number he was number one for a long time. So was Harmon Kilbrew. Be careful. <laughs> Easy. But I don't think I don't think 36 people have passed this guy. And <laughs> just 10 is all we need, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think he's on there. You, are you all right if I go with him? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I'm uh, Ty Detmer. Ty Detmer is on the list, tied with Aaron Murray. Nice. Number eight. How many do we have left? So we have one more player tied for fourth. We have number seven and number 10 left. So three left, okay. If you want to go with that, you go right ahead, bud. That's fine. All right. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we are, because I, I trusted Harmon Killebrew. Yeah, no, I have total faith in you, buddy. I don't, I'm not saying I know this, so go for it. All right, we're going to go with Timmy Chang from Hawaii. Timmy Chang is not on the list. All right, I know you had a lot of passing yards. All right, so old and the beautiful, you get to try to complete the list. Who am I thinking of? Who 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 came in before Mayfield? Um, he played he played for the Steelers for for like three 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 four years or something like that. Ben Roethlisberger. No, I'm just kidding. It's a uh, it's Landry Jones. Yeah, that guy. What about him? He <laughs> <laughs> he had some big years right before Mayfield got there, and I think he started all four years. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything better. Um, but you also we well we also said um, we said Matt Barkley too. Derek Carr had a huge career too. All right. Well, what do you think of, of the ones that we've said so far? What do you think? Yeah, I say we go with Jones and then uh, see what happens after that. Okay, that's fine. It's fine with me. So we'll check in with uh, with Landry Jones. Landry Jones is number seven on the list. Other than the names we've already said, I don't. I can't think of any more. I mean, I don't have anything other than Barkley. All right, let's go with Bar- let's go with Barkley then. Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley is not on the list. <sighs> that means we have to think of another name. Taj Boyd, Clemson. Uh, yeah, we can go with Taj Boyd. Say a prayer. I've already said I love Clemson, so we'll... it's not the worst to pick. We'll go Taj Boyd. Taj Boyd is not on the list. I don't know if it makes you feel better, but these two were the t- the two names that surprised me as well. Uh, number. Tied for number four with Colt Brennan and Baker Mayfield, the Marshall quarterback from 2011 to 2014, Rakeem Cato. Yeah, and then number 10, a little bit more recent from uh, Washington State from a nice Mike Leach offense, Luke Falk. All right, well, that's the conclusion of the Dean's List. Let's uh, get a score update here before we go into the second quarter. Luscious Lewandowski uh, has accumulated a wonderful 80 points and uh, taking a dominant lead. Bold and Beautiful has 210. And we'll head over to the second quarter. And Trevor, our second quarter will be? Pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. The first pre and post game is this. Which winner of the 2003 U.S. Open who holds the, the record for the lowest score on the PGA Tour with a 58, 
moonlighted as the first goalkeeper to ever be drafted number one overall in the 2000 NHL draft, but never lived up to the billing during his entire 13-year career with the Islanders. Matt, I know the hockey player. Dude, we're checked in. <laughs> All right. Luscious Lewandowski is checked in. So old and the beautiful. Talk it out. All right. So, Dan, I know that the hockey player is uh, Rick DiPietro. Um... <laughs> Obviously, you know who he is since you pronounced his name so well. <laughs> How bad did I miss it? Nailed it. How bad did I mess it up? Oh, it's perfect. Oh, was it? No. Um, <laughs> I hate you so much. So it's Rick, and we're looking for a golfer. Um, did you say the year of the golf? 2003? Is that what you said? Indeed. Oh, 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 JJ, JJ. It's 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 Jim Furyk. Sure. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let you That's it, right? J- Jim that. Furyk de Pietro? For sure. Yeah. That's what I said. De Pietro. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to say. All right. We'll we'll check that in. I'll actually I'll, I'll make JJ say it. What are we checking in with? <laughs> the right answer, baby. <laughs> Uh, Someone say it. No, I, I really don't know. I did say it. it's a uh, Jim Furyk de Pietro. All right, old and the beautiful is checking in with Jim Furyk de Pietro. Luscious Lewandowski, what did you check in with? <laughs> you uh, right away, I knew the hockey player. What? I didn't know surprisingly. that. Surprisingly, so yeah, right. I didn't announce it or anything several times. <laughs> uh, and then I, so I said to Matt, "It's definitely Rick." I'm sorry. What is it, uh, JJ DePetrio? Yeah, that's how but, uh, that's how uh, Dan spelt it. So I blame him. <laughs> DePetrio. <laughs> it sounds like a pizza place. Yeah. Uh, so I sent that, and then so we had to figure out the uh, golfer, and then Matt typed to me mm-hmm. Furick, and it was like, "What's his first name?" And I said Jim. So we uh, checked in with Jim Furyk Di Pietro. It's not delivery; it's Di Pietro. <laughs> Jim Jim Furyk Di Pietro is the correct answer. Well done, guys. Uh, I don't know if you've seen don't know if you've seen Jim Furyk swing, but he has the most unorthodox swing uh, in golf. And I I was looking at looking up Jim Furyk and David Faraday, the commentator. He once described it his swing as an octopus falling out of a tree. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, Is it don't worse than Charles Barkley though? Yeah, that's a, it's a weird image. But uh, and uh, for Rick DiPietro, I I actually hadn't heard of him before researching, uh, but I found out that he, the Islanders. So he retired in 2013, but the Islanders still pay him a million and a quarter every year through 2029. Yep. So you might be able to guess his nickname. The Bobby Bonilla of hockey. Mm-hmm. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> on, to, on to number two in pre and post game. This forward was the first overall pick in the inaugural 1997 WNBA draft for the Houston Comets and currently stands as second leading scorer in WNBA history. But few remember her past life as a dominant heavyweight boxer who beat Floyd Patterson for the crown in 1962, but lost it to Cassius Clay in 1964. I know the boxer. If you know the boxer, I know the WNBA player. We're checked in. All right. Luscious Lewandowski is checked in. So old and the beautiful. You can talk it out again. Okay. So, yeah. I'm going to do some, I'm going to need to do some uh, stretching before I do the uh, mental gymnastics I'm going to need to do to get this one. Well, here's the, here's the, 
here's the problem, JJ, is that that 97 draft, there were like three different drafts that happened that year. There was like the college draft and there was like the people who were already out of college who would have been drafted had they had a draft. You were just bummed you didn't get a call, Dan. Jeez. <laughs> um, JJ, I don't have this. It's going to be something son like Jackson or Johnson or something like that. Yeah. But I, I don't have the number one pick. I should. I wrote a question on the a five for five on the number one picks mm-hmm. in the WNBA. I should have this. It was an odd one out. Yeah, that's what it was. It was an odd one out. It was a really odd one. <laughs> I can't see it, though. I'm not going to get it unless you have it. No, just because I live in Houston doesn't mean anything. Um, Thompson, Jackson. Thompson? I'm just throwing out sons. Tom- Tina Thompson. <laughs> Is it sons? Yes, that's it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> now see if you can pronounce her name right. Tina Top Tunes to Thompson Tina Thompson Sunny Tina Thompson Neeliston. I need a beer. That's it, man. You got it. I don't know. I think you need not a beer. Can someone from your team check that in clearly, please? Yes, I was gonna say, can you check it in? Check in Tina Thompson Liston. All right. Old and beautiful checking in with Tina Thompson Liston. Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you say? Well, I knew it was one of three for the, the draft pick because the Comets had a, a fearsome threesome of uh, Tina Thompson, Cynthia Cooper, and Cheryl Swoops when they won the first four inaugural WNBA championships. So once Matt told me the boxer, I was able to narrow it down to which one of those players it was. So I'll throw it over to Matt for that. We, when I was in college, I was an avid reader of boxing books, and I just loved that era of the late 50s into the 60s, like the pre-Cassius Clay era, and that uh, that uh, Sonny Liston and um, Floyd Pat. Uh, I'm sorry, not Floyd Patterson. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, now I just lost it. Pat Patterson. That's the name you're going for. <laughs> no, what was the name, Trevor? Um, Cassius Clay? No, no, the one who Sonny Liston beat to Floyd Patterson. Floyd Patterson. Yeah. So uh, those two are just some tragic individuals, some really, really good people that just ended up. So yeah, we ended up with Tina Tom Sonny Liston. All right. Well, I'd like to report Scott for robbery because he stole all my flavor text. But uh, <laughs> the answer is indeed Tina Tom Sonny Liston. All right. Moving on to the third pre and post game. Which swimmer? anchored the American team to gold in the 2008 Olympics in the four by 100 freestyle relay coming from behind in thrilling fashion against France's Alain Bernard and also doubled as the 19th overall pick in the 2001 NBA draft to the Portland Trailblazers playing 18 seasons in the NBA two time being a two time all-star in 2010 and 2013. No way, dude. I remember that. I just was watching a, a YouTube video on this because I like watching those <laughs> once in a while. And you like watching people swim in the pool, you creep. <laughs> okay, watching Olympic <laughs> swimming makes me creepy. Sure, okay. 
but no, I, yeah, uh, once in a while I'll just get into, you know, you'll get into a wormhole YouTube. And so yeah. you want to go ahead and check in with that? Absolutely. Right, we're checked in. All right. Luscious Lewandowski is checked in. So old and the beautiful. You can talk it out again. So 2001 first round pick by the Portland Trailblazers played like how long did he play? Like 18 years. So he would have just retired not too long ago, like last year or so. Two time All Star. You think it's uh, Zach? I, I I think it's yeah. I I think it's um, Lee Zach. What is his first name though? Is it uh, Jason? Jason Lee Zach. Yeah, that's it. Oh man. So the second part. Zach Randolph. Was he? Did he go to the Trailblazers? He might have. That's around the right time for him. Was he a two-time All Star? I feel like he could have been more, though. Did you say how you did say how many All Stars? How many All Stars did he have? Twice. Twice. Man, I mean that's the only Zach that I could think of. It's not Zach Levine. I don't know. No. Too early for him. Yeah. Can you think of another Zach? I mean, we might just have to go with him because his name fits. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even think of any other Zachs other than Levine, but that's too early. Yeah, let's just do that. So Jason Lee Zach Randolph? Yeah. Okay. We'll check that in. All right. Lot old and the beautiful. Checking in with Jason Lee Zach Randolph. Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you check in with? Just can't catch a break here, man. Uh, I knew this was Zach Randolph. And so which, <laughs> Matt's like, I don't know any swimmers. So I, I literally just typed. I was like, well, it's got to be something with Zach. Is it Slee Zach, Lee Zach, Yee Zach? And he's like, yeah, Lee Zach. <laughs> so uh, we checked in with uh, Jason Lee Zach Randolph. Both teams getting points. It is indeed Jason Lee Zach Randolph. That 2008 4x100 freestyle relays beautiful one of my favorite swimming races of all time yeah uh just so thrilling i mean especially it didn't come from phelps or lochte or some like huge name it came from a guy who'd been around but um i feel like that that to me that at least feels like a culmination of, of his career um but he he now serves as a general manager for uh the california condors in the international swimming league so he's still doing things and oh sure there's a uh, swimming league yeah there's an international swimming league isn't that isn't that great and they named it after a non-aquatic bird (laughs) i I don't make the rules i just report the facts Uh, the the thing about that race is that everyone was everyone was on the edge of their seats for that race anyway because they were everyone was cheering for michael phelps to get his Mm -hmm. to get another gold and you were thinking well he's not going to get it he's not going to get it yeah and even even at the even as the race ended I was thinking he didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they showed us as the winner. And I said, how in the world? That's, yeah. Moving on to the fourth pre and post game. This man coached Manchester United from 1986 to 2013, winning 13 premier league titles in the process. And also rang up over 3000 batters over an 18 year MLB career, winning the Cy Young in 1971 before being enshrined at Cooperstown and the Texas Rangers hall of fame. Sounds good, Dan. We'll check in. All right. Old and the beautiful have checked in. So, Luscious Lewandowski, you can talk it out. 
1970s era. Yeah, this is all you, buddy. Texas Rangers pitcher. Ugh. Yeah, so we're thinking like a 60s, 70s, 80s pitcher. 3,000 strikeouts is pretty prolific, so. Yeah, I mean, he... I'm wondering what he didn't say in there. Well, what he didn't say was the year he was inducted to the Hall of Fame, which would have been a little helpful. Um, Sorry. Oh, no. It's, hey, hey you can't give us everything, man. <laughs> I'm thinking... I mean, I don't know. I the only man you coach I can think of. I know they had that uh, the guy who the American team got from Germany to coach the U.S. team here a few years back, and I, I don't know. Maybe, Just learned about Lewandowski, so yeah. Even if I came up with the first name and mixed it into the last name, right? Did Phil Negro ever pitch for the Rangers? I know he was an Astros. <laughs> I think Phil Nigger pitched for about 80% of the Major League Baseball teams. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it's something funny. Um, some, uh, so a, a some, German uh, name. Well, or we could just go with a British name, like uh, Spotted Dick. Uh, Weber. Uh, there you go. Spotted hey, Dick. he's an American treasure. <laughs> All right. We're checking in with Spotted Dick Weber, American treasure. <laughs> All right, Luscious Lewandowski is checking in with Spotted Dick Weber, National Treasure. Can't forget the <laughs> National Treasure part. Watch Nicolas Cage just comes out. Uh, all right, Old and the Beautiful, what'd you check in with? The uh, the coach is Sir Alex Ferguson. Ah, uh, Fergie Jenkins. So Sir Alex Ferguson Jenkins. One team getting points. The correct answer is Alex Ferguson Jenkins. <laughs> in uh, in February '03, I thought this was interesting. Ferguson was involved in a, a dressing room, like a locker room argument with David Beckham. So Ferguson kicks this cleat at out of out of frustration and just hits Beckham in the face. Uh, and the next year, David Beckham left Manchester United. Well, yeah, because you can't mess up that money maker. Yeah, yeah. Do sure. we know for sure that there wasn't a man you coached named Spotted Dick? So, <laughs> cannot confirm or deny. Uh, I'm sure Alex Ferguson has eaten a few spotted dicks in his. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dish in Britain. Get over it. <laughs> we don't have enough money in our Patreon account to uh, to get an attorney for libel. So libel. <laughs> That's true. Spotted dick is not. a <laughs> legitimate dish in the UK. Calm down. <laughs> anyway. Right. The, the last pre and post game of the round. Which six foot nine Congolese NBA player was a lottery pick in 2011, but has largely disappointed over his career with the Hornets, Raptors, and Magic. But he also served as head coach for the Wisconsin Badgers basketball team. For, from 2001 to 2015, making 14 appearances in the NCAA tournament. Okay, we can check in. All right, Luscious Lewandowski, checked in. 2011, what was it, Congonese? JJ, I got it. Oh, okay. JJ, the, the, the coach is uh, Bo Ryan. Mm. And the Congolese basketball player who I wanted for the Timberwolves so badly, and it turns out it was a good thing he didn't come to the Timberwolves, Bismack Biombo. Bismack. Bismack Biombo Ryan. 
All right. Old and the Beautiful checking in with Biz Mac, Biombo, Ryan, and Luscious Lewandowski. What yeah, that is, uh, it's so much fun. Thank you for that one. It's uh, Biz Mac, Biombo, Ryan. Both teams getting points. The answer is Biz Mac, Biombo, Ryan. Not to be confused with the capital of North Dakota, uh, Biz no. Mac, Biombo. <laughs> uh, and uh, I always love just that this idea, this fact of, Bo Ryan, before taking the Badgers job, he led Division Three Wisconsin Platteville to four national championships, uh, and he and that Wisconsin Platteville team had the winningest record of all NCAA basketball teams across all divisions in the 1990s. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. All right, never, the first the first halftime question. At the height of his fame in the Mookie in uh, sorry in the movie Rookie of the Year, Henry Rowengardner stars stars in a TV commercial for what beverage, proclaiming, "You got the right one, baby," spoofing a real life ad featuring Ray Charles. Yeah, we can check in. All right, Luscious Lewandowski checking in. So old and the beautiful, talk it out. You got the right one, baby. Uh huh. I think that's. I think that's Diet Pepsi. Is that? Do you remember JJ? No, I just assumed you were just gonna keep keep taking my thunder and stuff. So you can have all the thunder you want. <laughs> I just can't show it anywhere, Dan. If you want to be the god of thunder, you can be the god. I'll I'll, I'll sit back. I'll take no, the back no, seat. Talking. You can drive me around. I'll be I'll I'll be Miss Daisy. <laughs> no, I'm okay. You can. Yeah, Diet Pepsi sounds good, Dan. Do you want a Diet Pepsi? You want me to get you Diet Pepsi? Yes, please. <laughs> this team's going to implode. We're having a great game and we're going to implode. <laughs> Call us the Falcons. So you're, you're checking in with we'll Diet check Pepsi? checking in with Diet Pepsi. <laughs> All right. So Old and the Beautiful checking in with Diet Pepsi. So Luscious Lewandowski, what did you say? I uh, wasn't sure how specific you would need us to be. Um, it is Diet Pepsi. We checked in with Pepsi. I will. I will allow Pepsi. Uh, it is indeed, it's Diet Pepsi, but I will allow Pepsi. The correct answer is Diet Pepsi. Uh, I would attempt to, uh, I can attempt to sing the song if you'd like, uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a very, I, it's a very catchy jingle. I love you it. got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good can scene we, in that movie too. Can we just yeah. have a sing so Yeah. <laughs> With the, his, his voice crack. and Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. All right, moving, moving on to the second question. What 1991 football movie starring Scott Bakula, Sinbad, and Jason Bateman is loosely based on the SMU death penalty decision of 1987 and features cameos from a plethora of NFL stars, including Jerry Rice, Earl Campbell, and Dick Butkus? We can check in. All right. Luscious Lewandowski checking in. So, old and the beautiful. Talk it out. Dan, what do you got, buddy? Going to let you talk it out. What do you got? Necessary roughness. Yeah. Kathy Ireland. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. love Kathy uh-huh. Ireland, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's uh-huh. got the right one. <laughs> you guys love Kathy Ireland. What's not to like? I must be too young to I must be too young to to understand. I appreciate the Kathy Ireland love. Yeah, I I'm not wrong, Matt, am I? 
About Kathy Ireland or about the answer yeah. to the question? About Kathy Ireland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kathy Ireland. She was a beautiful lady. Yeah, we're probably not, still this. Anyway. Yeah. We're not wrong about the, the answer. All right. Old and the beautiful, you're checking in with necessary roughness. All right. Luscious Lewandowski. Yeah, we just had a question here the other day on, on halftime also about the same same movie, but it, he oh. uh, it, the hints were um, Jason Bateman, um, Kathy Ireland, and somebody else I forget. Oh, uh, Rob Schneider, and that yeah. was those are the hints. So yeah, it is necessary roughness one of my all time right. faves. I didn't realize there was already uh, since a question about it. So yeah, okay. you're, you're both you're both correct. Uh, Texas State University being stripped of scholarships and assembling the, the team from the student body. Hold on, I gotta look up this Kathy Ireland. Like I know I know who she is, but I, I, I don't know what the all the hype is about. What else has she been in? What other movies? Sports Illustrated swimsuit. She was issue? I was gonna say she was like a swimsuit <laughs> model, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I see it. Okay, moving on. And, like, and I, 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 I get it. Yeah, I get it. she's yeah, got a good. A, yeah, she's I a very it. attractive woman. Yes. And moving right along, <laughs> number three, what Alcorn State alumnus and 14-year NFL wide receiver won the 14th season of Dancing with the Stars in 2012? Scott, mm-hmm. you're right, Matt. We can check in, Trevor. All right, Luscious Lewandowski, checking in. What do I feel like Dan knows this off the bat? I don't know it off the bat. I got to go through Elkhorn State. How do you? How well do you know your Elkhorn State? Elkhorn State uh, wide receivers. No. No. He knows his Donald. He knows his um, Dancing with the Stars better. I think. I think Matt just. Uh, I. Th- I think I heard the I same think, thing you did. I think so. I'm an idiot. Yep. I know. Just stop talking. <laughs> you heard? Did you hear Donald? I heard Donald. No, that's not what he said. He said "Dancing with the Stars." He said the British. <laughs> it's the British version of the show. Welcome to Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Now that I heard, now that I hear that, now that I, I, I'm pretty sure he went to Elkhorn State. Donald Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Dancing <laughs> Thanks, with the Matt. Stars. I don't. Dancing. With Twenty the points stars. isn't going to make a difference anyway. So. We should make oh. it to where we win by 20 points, Dan, just to... Matt, uh, just like, uh, do, do you want to win? I, I don't... The anchor strikes again. You play to win the game. <laughs> you play to help the team win. Old and beautiful, you're checking in with? Donald Driver. All right. Donald Driver. Marcus mm. Lewandowski, did you, did you check in with the same thing? Yes, Donald Driver. Oh, I love it. Keep drinking that. Surprisingly, yes, the answer is indeed Donald Driver. One of my favorite smiles uh, in all of uh, maybe sports, just flashing those pearly whites as he did the tango. All right. Uh, And uh, before before we got on tonight, uh, I think it was you, Scott, saying something about asking questions about the minutia of Space Jam. And I have yes. a question about the minutia of Space Jam. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. In the movie Space Jam, after losing his basketball skills to the Monstars, Charles Barkley goes to church and prays for God to give him his ability back. What pop star does Barkley promise to never go out with again if God will help him? Is that right, JJ? I'm pretty sure. I, I, I trust you. I, I, I can't picture it, but you trust I, I trust you. I trust you on that. 
All right, we'll uh, we'll check in. All right, old and the beautiful checking in. So Luscious Lewandowski. I, I honestly can't remember ever seeing this movie all the way through. I know I've seen it the whole thing over the years, but so if, though you've got those two, go with one of those two. So I'm just trying to think, is there someone that had a reputation as like an athlete killer back then? This would have been the movie come, that came out in 96. It was filmed in 95. So just trying to think of the time frame, if there's someone that would make sense. So Madonna's big years were in the 80s and the early 90s. Yeah, but the thing is, in the mid 90s, she had that reputation, like she was dating Tupac, and like when was Vogue? Early 90s. What was it? Late 80s, early 90s. And yeah. when was that one book? What was that book she had out? That was all like the, the, the Cabal, salacious book where she was like in yeah a whole bunch of like burlesque outfits or scantily clad. Yep. Um, I mean, Madonna, I feel like makes sense. She was, you know, arguably the biggest female pop star around that time. I, You're the one that's seen this movie uh, more than I, I have, Yeah, so. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times, but, you know, that's not really necessarily something that you can pay attention to, you know? Like, it was just a, you know, quick, quick hitter line. Was it quickie? <laughs> it was a Donald yeah, Driver quickie. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a Lynn quickie. There you go. Uh, I had a licky quickie. Um, okay, so <laughs> listen, we're down a lot. We're gonna have our fun. All right. Yeah, uh, why don't we just go with Madonna? Check in with Madonna. <laughs> All right, Luscious Lewandowski checking in with Madonna. So old and the beautiful. What did you say? Oh yeah. So me by myself because Dan's not doing anything on this podcast at the moment. Uh, I checked in with Madonna. Both teams getting points. The answer is indeed Madonna. Uh, there were rumors in like 1993 of Barkley and Madonna dating. Um, and Charles went with the press was adamant that he was not, they were not dating. Uh, and he said that like when his wife went out, people would like play Madonna songs outside his house. And, uh, and he was insistent that we have we have no relationship, but uh, there were rumors, and so I think this that's part of the joke. All right, the fifth uh, question in halftime: What American twelve-time medal winner has now appeared in multiple reality shows? Most recently, a stint on Celebrity Big Brother. JJ, you're the hot hand right now. <laughs> we can check in. All right, old and the beautiful checking in. Luscious Lewandowski. Right. Gotta uh, be pretty prolific, right? Twelve gold medals. Twelve is... time gold medal. That's impressive. Um, what sports has got to be swimming, right? Or some sort of um, track and field? Uh, it's probably not gymnastics. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Ryan Lochte. <laughs> I don't think so. If Bombeck were here, he would call him a knucklehead. He is. Or if Charles uh, Barkley were here, he'd call him a knucklehead. <laughs> well, that's that's very true. <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, track and field sounds, you would think that's probably someone that would American 12 time. So a person who won, you know, like the 100, 200, and then the one by 400 or the, you know, four by four by 100. So like Tyson gay, then what he was always losing to Usain Bolt. 
what other sports do you win a whole bunch of medals in, in in winter olympics speed skating all those different events but not 12 oh 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 lolo jones has been on some reality shows let's go with that that's our best guess she was on uh she was on champs versus uh pros that you want to get into there oh yeah yeah okay she's on the new upcoming season of the challenge that hasn't come out yet we're going to check in with lolo jones all right luscious lewandowski checking in with lolo jones old and the beautiful what'd you check in with yeah so uh my wife is a huge big brother fan and so when we first started dating she made me watch them and then i became a fan and so I know Lolo Jones was on Celebrity Big Brother, but I believe the person you're looking for is uh, Ryan Lochte, who was evicted in the second week. And the one team getting points, the answer is Ryan Lochte. All right. Well, after the halftime show, uh, Luscious Lewandowski got one incorrect, gaining uh, 80 points up to 240. However, swept the round was old and beautiful. They finished with 410 points as we go into the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. All right. And then going into the third quarter, we'll hand it over to Trevor. What's our third quarter, Trevor? Third quarter today will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of five pairs of questions. One easier, David and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, each team will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 20 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. Category, if you will, for this David versus Goliath is bowl game matchups. So I'll give you two bowl games the David being easier and the Goliath being harder. You just need to tell me which two conferences traditionally send teams to play in that bowl game. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. The Bayou Bucket Bowl. Yeah. That I didn't fare well in that episode with Bombback, Matt. This is all you. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but I think I think that I th- I tried to I tried to make it so the Davids are Easy. the obvious. They're, the they're obvious actual gettable. The obvious ones. <laughs> So, okay. Hear that, Mason? They're gettable. <laughs> yeah, the David questions are supposed to be layups, Mason. All right, so our first David versus Goliath is David Rose Bowl. The Goliath is the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. <laughs> All right, we'll check in. All right, Luscious Lewandowski is checked in, so old and the beautiful. Dan, what do you got? Do you know who's been in it lately? I want to say Louisiana Lafayette. Okay. So they're the uh, what, the Sun Belt? I think so. Okay. Um, Any idea who they've played? Did they play Tulane once upon a time? I want to say they played Tulane at one point. Conference USA? There's so many bowl games. I'm just asking you to think about the one in the town that you love. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Let me just, let me answer my, uh, and, and not that stupid sugar bowl. I want the, <laughs> yeah. I the, want the new Orleans bowl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you. Where I think you're right about the raging Cajuns. I, and I, so I think it's the Sun Belt. If they played Tulane, that's, I think that's conference USA. Yeah. I want to say, I mean, do we just, do we go for David or I mean, I mean, do we go for Goliath? I say, I say this one, we go for Goliath and see how we do. Okay. And if we uh, crap out on this one, then we can always go for David. We have a, we have a decent enough lead right now that we can play with it. Yeah. I, I think I can remember ULL and Tulane playing once upon a time because there's a big in-state rivalry for a bowl game. Okay, so we're going to go Conference USA and the Sun Belt? Let's do it. Old and the Beautiful have checked in with the Goliath and saying Conference USA versus Sun Belt. Luscious Lewandowski, what did you check in with? We checked in with the David and we said that the uh, Rose Bowl is traditionally between the Big Ten or the B1G and uh, the Pac-8, 10, 12, 14, whatever they're called these days. <laughs> we need a solid number, please. I think they're called the Pac-12 still, aren't they? Well, right. but yeah, bo- both teams are getting points. Both teams are correct. The Rose Bowl is Big Ten versus Pac-12, and the New Orleans Bowl is traditionally Conference USA versus the Sun Belt. That was a good teamwork there, JJ. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, sir. You know what, guys? Get all the Goliaths, break the record, please. Seriously. Can we all just work together? <laughs> Matt's already working with us. Maybe I Scott can do it too. I, I can't believe that Bombac rode Eric's coattails to break my scoring record. David versus Goliath, the second question. The David is the Sugar Bowl, and the Goliath is the Sun Bowl. I already told you, this, this round is all you, so check it in if, you know. Why not, right? Yeah, we'll check in. All right. All right. Luscious Lewandowski is checked in. So, old and beautiful. Talk it out. NC was there not too long ago. So, the ACC is going to be one. Do you know who they played? I think it was Stanford. I think it might be the Pac-12. Was it recent? Like... Yeah, it was like a few years ago. With Andrew Luck? No, not, not that recent. I mean, recent, more recent than that. Okay. Like like three, four years ago. Okay. And I'm pretty you, sure I'm 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 almost positive Duke was there too not too long ago, actually. So Okay. Yeah. All right, let's let's do, do it. it. We'll do the the, the pack twelve in the ACC. Or which one? For Goliath. Uh, all right. And then Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you check in with? So I remember the uh, Gophers playing in the Sun Bowl a lot. So I automatically checked in with uh, the Big Ten and the AC and the uh, Pac-12 again. But now that uh, Dan talks about that, yeah, it is the ACC and the Pac-12. So we checked in with Big Ten and Pac-12. One team getting points. It is the ACC versus the Pac-12 for the Goliath. ACC, yeah. The Wisconsin. I went to a Sun Bowl where that Wisconsin was in back in. Gosh, 2000, but they've since changed it. And the ACC plays the Pac-12 in the Sun Bowl. Uh, is that in El Paso? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. It's that Minnesota game was like late 90s. So it must yeah, have changed my, since then. Yeah, my brother uh, wrote for the the Minnesota Daily for years uh, when he was in college at the U of M. So they, he they went played to the Oregon. Sun Bowl I, a lot. I remember that. Yep. 
I thought they Sugar. played Arizona State one of those years too. Sugar Bowl SEC versus Big 12 and Sun Bowl ACC versus Pac-12. Third, David versus Goliath. The David, Orange Bowl, Goliath, Outback Bowl. We can check in. All right, Luscious Lewandowski checked in. Old and the Beautiful. Got anything on this one, JJ? Man, I thought, oh, I'm pretty sure that's like a New Year's New Year's game. Oh, wait, I know this one. This is the, this is the bowl the Gophers were in last year. Wow, man. I, I completely forgot about that. They beat Auburn. Okay. So, so Big Ten, Big Ten SEC. SEC, yeah. Cool. I completely, <laughs> completely spaced that that was the, that was the game. Not used to them being ranked so high. I understand. Well, I have to, after, after <laughs> Saturday, I can't really say anything. All right. So you're checking in with the uh, Big Ten and the SEC for the, for the Goliath or the Goliath. All right. And Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you check in with? Yep, we had the same thing, um, Big Ten and SEC for the Goliath. And then the Orange Bowl is the ACC and the Big 12. Both teams getting points. The Outback Bowl is the Big Ten versus the SEC. And I had the Orange Bowl as being ACC versus the SEC slash Big Ten. Oh, maybe that's changed, but the Orange Bowl always was Big Eight. Because that's why it was Nebraska, Nebraska, Oklahoma, always went to Orange Bowl. But maybe they changed it uh, recently. They changed uh, it recently. Because the Big 12 sucks. (laughs) Can't confirm. All right. So, next one. The David, Citrus Bowl, and the Goliath, the Camellia Bowl. Who? What? David is the Citrus Bowl. The Goliath is the Camellia Bowl. The Camellia Bowl? Do you want me to spell it out for you? Is this like Division 3 or something? (laughs) I can spell it out for you if you'd like. No, that's fine. I'm not going to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was the first one? Citrus Bowl. Citrus Bowl. Okay. <laughs> you want to go with that, Scott? Yeah, why not? We'll check in. Yeah. All right. Luscious Lewandowski checking in. So, old and the beautiful. What you got? I have no idea what this Camilla Cabello ball is or anything. Never heard of it. Are you asking? So, you asked what? Alabama? I'm talking about the Citrus Bowl. Okay. I thought so. I, I thought I thought Alabama went to the Citrus Bowl last year because it was such a big deal that they didn't go to a BCS bowl that well not the BCS anymore, but you know what I mean? The the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I think the Florida Citrus Bowl is or I don't even think it's called the Florida Citrus Bowl anymore, but I I, I thought the Citrus Bowl was like the second SEC team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's, it's a big Canada, bowl. And then who did I mean they had to play like a Big team. They played Michigan last year. So then Big 12? You're, uh... big, the Big 10? Yeah. I mean, that's that's based on last year. I mean... Pardon me, it's called yeah. the B1G. No. Get it right, please. The I, Ohio State. I, I don't know. I mean, but, you know, sometimes these bowls are... Sometimes they, they just have like a rotating loyalty. And yeah. sometimes they just like go against their loyalty for some reason. What, so, um, so I don't know. I mean... But I'm I'm pretty sure last year was Alabama and Michigan. Okay. So that's that's all I have to. I mean, I have no idea on the other one, so we have to make a guess. So yeah, I feel like the Camilla Bowl is probably like an older bowl. 
It might not be there. I haven't heard of that one. I've never heard of it. It would be like some super small school. I know where the Cheez-It Bowl is. It's not asking the location, Dan. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Yeah, right? In my belly. Cheez-Its. Uh, <laughs> Definitely the white cheddar ones, man. <laughs> uh, Tabasco ones, man. Uh, yeah, so anyway, go with the, the citrus bowl and say, you know what? Now, now that I think about it, Minnesota was in the citrus bowl a few years ago too. I, I keep forgetting about Minnesota bowls, but yeah, we all they were against about Minnesota. Um, against Missouri. They got they got destroyed. So that's another that's another Big Ten. Yeah, SEC um, and Big SEC Ten SEC game. So yeah, let's go with that. All right, we'll go with the citrus bowl of Big Ten SEC. All right, old and beautiful checking in with. Big Ten and SEC for the Citrus Bowl. Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you say? Yeah, we said the Big Ten because I knew Wisconsin had played and Minnesota had played in both within the last few years. It's played in yeah. Orlando at the Citrus Bowl. Um, but I thought that the team that they played or the other league was the ACC. But now that Dan's talking about it, I think it might be the SEC. But we checked in with the ACC. And one team getting points. It is the the Citrus Bowl is the Big Ten versus the SEC. When I was growing up, it was the Capital One Bowl. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, yeah, back in which was, like, was a good, which was like uh, 2006. Uh, and so the Camellia Bowl is a newer sort of bowl. It was uh, it's been around since 2014. Uh, Long history. Yeah, storied, storied history. I may be butchering the pronunciation, but How do you so spell it is. It? So it is. C-A-M-E-L-L-I-A. Sounds right. Sounds like Camellia to yeah, me. Sounds good to me, right? Uh, and it, it features the Mac and the Sun Belt. All right, last one. We have the David as the Gator Bowl and the Goliath as the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I'm pretty confident about that one. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Let's do that. Okay, we'll check in. All right, Luscious Lewandowski checking in. So old and the beautiful, talk it out for us. Do you have anything on the on either of these, JJ? I think for uh, the famous potato chip bowl. <laughs> mm, famous potato chips. <laughs> Can't eat just one. Those bowls, I tell you what. <laughs> I I know for a fact that the Mac is one of them for the famous Idaho potato bowl, but I have no idea what the other one is. It would just be a guess. Pretty sure Nevada was in it last year. I'm pretty sure. Are they oh, were Mac? they? They're they not did. the Mac. No, the Mac is in the if middle you, of the country. If you check the chat, Dan, I said, I think Nevada oh. played in it last year. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, was t- I was typing to you when that came up. Is he? He's too busy. Come on. Dan's just like, right. that's how Dan looks. No, I was typing. I'm having a hard time on this one <laughs> to you. So do we risk it and say? Well, do you know what conference Nevada's in? Oh, I just assumed you did. <laughs> I, you got to get this right, boys, if you're going to break the record. Come yeah, on. Seriously. Do we? Yeah, we do. Um, what is the record now? 1,110. Well, if we get the David, it's will we have a possibility? No, we no, because we can only no, bet 500. You got to get the Goliath. All right. What conference is Nevada in? I know. I do too. I should have this because I did. I did a thing on on conferences a couple couple episodes ago. Um, Mountain West. Is that it? I think that might be right. I'm like, yeah, who who else is in the Mountain West? That's uh, Boise State. 
that's like Hawaii and UNLV and Arizona, not Arizona, Air Force and yeah, Boise State. Yeah, sure. I think that's right. So Mountain West and the Mac. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I, I I mean I'm I'm almost positive on the Mac on the Mac. I'm like ninety percent on the Mac. I say we just do it. All right. Mac and Mountain West. Just do it. All right. We'll go with Mac and Mountain West for Goliath. Old and Beautiful checking in with Mac and Mountain West for the Goliath. Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you say? Yeah, I don't know that we're right, but we... And I think we're right. Nevada's not in the Mountain West. Yeah, we guessed them, or not guessed. We're pretty sure, pretty confident that it's the Mac. So like the directional um, Michigan teams in Northern Illinois and such. And then they play a team from the WAC. The Western, Western Athletic that has Nevada in it. So you checked in with the whack versus the Mac. That stuff is whack. Mm. That's whack, man. Well, you're you are both correct on the Mac, but only one of you is getting points. It is the Mountain West. All right. The Mac. Yes. I'm glad yes. we're wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. The the whack the, the whack went to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl uh, until from 2000 until 2012. Uh, mm, okay. But since then, it's been the Mountain West and the Mac. The uh, Gator last... Bowl. That's that's another. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you're, you're fine. The Gator Bowl is another Big Ten SEC one, isn't it? It's it's ACC versus. Oh, it's SEC. ACC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because that can that's like Florida, Florida State. Yeah. Yep. And uh, old and the beautiful. It was Nevada last year who played Ohio. 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 I don't think I was getting Bobcats. Yeah, that was, that's just bonus. That's just bonus for you all to know. Exciting times over here at the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have a possible breaking of the all-time record. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> after three hundred in, after the third quarter, uh, Luscious Lewandowski increased our total by a whopping seventy points to get us to three hundred and ten points. While the old and the beautiful are sitting at six hundred and thirty points going into the fourth quarter. the fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. So now with the fourth quarter, we'll ask Trevor to give us the uh, categories for the five fourth quarter questions. Our five questions for the fourth quarter. Categories are... Never going to give you up. Question, question about trades. Second question, never going to let you down. Question about contracts. Third question, never going to run around and desert you. It's about world competitions. Never going to make you cry. About crying in sports. There's no crying in baseball. It's not a baseball question. Avoid and, final, and finally, the last question. Never going to say goodbye. It's about a long tenure with one team. So now we'll ask our teams to lock in their wagers. So now now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in the category of never going to give you up. Hungry for a new bat and veteran leadership. The Cleveland Indians traded the Minnesota Twins for Dave Winfield during the baseball strike of 94, exchanging a player to be named later. 
that player was never settled upon. So because of the terms of the contract, the teams agreed to an unconventional way of sealing the deal. What was Dave Winfield, the future Hall of Famer, traded for? All right, check yeah, that I, in. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, we I'm, can check it in. All right. So Luscious Lewandowski's checked in. Old and the Beautiful. I had to think about this, and I, it it kind of came back to me. And, it, it, and you, JJ, I'm sorry, but I I, I go in deep into thought, and I, I <laughs> miss what you I miss what you typed to me. You said, "Was it something crazy like food?" And yes, it was something crazy like food. It was exactly that. It was food. It was dinner. The twins and Indians went out for a the 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 executives went out for a nice dinner, and the Indians picked up the check. Love it. All right, so we check in dinner. Yeah. All right. All right. Old and the Beautiful checked in with dinner. And for how many Luscious points? Lewandowski. For how many points? Oh, for, sorry. For 100 points. For 100 points. Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you say and how much did you wager? Yeah, I would have felt bad about myself if I didn't get a Dave Winfield question right. I originally thought, I knew it was something goofy. I originally thought it was like a bag of baseballs, but that seems disrespectful. And then I remembered it was something weird, like they went out to dinner or something. So yeah, so it, it was a nice, a nice dinner. And how many points did you wager? For five zero, fifty 50 points. For 50 points. Both teams are correct. The answer was they were traded. Dave Winsfield, the Hall of Famer, was traded for a dinner. I did not know this until the research, but the, uh, the Indians took the, the twins out. Indians pick up the tab. Uh, I saw some conflicting reports as to what the dinner was, you know, whether it was steak or McDonald's surf and yeah, turf, maybe a pizza, something like that. Uh, <laughs> the picture, you know, is that the delivery? Is the, the Pichiano? <laughs> they went to the Petrio's Italian cuisine. God delivery? No, it's the Petrio. <laughs> we don't have we don't have the Giorno. We have the Petro. Is that, is that good enough? <laughs> He's been sitting around for nineteen years. <laughs> All right. So both teams getting points. Dave Winfield traded for a dinner. Second question in the category of never going to let you down. What left winger signed a 15-year, $100 million contract with the New Jersey Devils in 2010, only to retire from the NHL in 2013 to go play in Russia? Uh-oh. Good luck, Dan. Yeah. I, I... Uh-oh. No, I, I can get there. Hold on. Uh-oh. think he's going for the Mind Palace. Buckle up. We can check in. Old and the beautiful. They are checking in. Um, so, Scott, the only player I know on the Devils in that time frame was that uh, – wasn't that Kovalchuk on that team? Oh, Ilya Kovalchuk? I, I, have no, I have no idea who was, even was on that team. We can, I think we can, he's the only one. We can check in with Ilya Kovalchuk Barkley. Yeah, we can do that. I'm liking Ilya Kovalchuk Grassley. No. Dipping into the political world. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to we'll go ch- Chuck Yeager. <laughs> Chuck Yeager. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, fine. We'll check in with uh, Ilya Kovalchuk. All right. Luscious Lewandowski is checking in with Ilya Kovalchuk for how many points? 
All right. The old and the beautiful. What'd you say? And how much did you wager? I, I had to hear you say that he went to Russia before it made me made it click, but it is Ilya Kovalchuk for 100. For one, Ilya Kovalchuk for 100 points. Correct answer is indeed Ilya Kovalchuk. Yay. Yes. We went, we swept hockey, Matt. Yeah. In this, in this episode. Three hockey questions. I think all. Scott deserves to win that game just for that. No, no, we deserve to have a record broken. It's a moral victory. All right, we're ready for our third question. It's in the category of never going to run around and desert you. Amidst substantial controversy, what desert country was tabbed as the host country for the 2022 World Cup? I'm like 90% sure on that. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. We can check in. Old and beautiful are checked in, so luscious Lewandowski. You're up. Yeah, I think it's Qatar. Don't you think so? I do now. Yeah, we'll go ahead and well, yeah, we'll go ahead and check in for fifty points with Qatar. All right, so Qatar for fifty points from Luscious Lewandowski, Old and the Beautiful. What'd you say? We also said Qatar for eighty-one. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Qatar. World Cup always held in the summer, but. Summers in Qatar, I mean, it's going to be impossible to play <laughs> soccer. Uh, so the, it'll, it'll take place in November and December. Guys, we are, we are two questions away. From history. Okay. Don't talk I think about it. it. Why don't we do a uh, score update here Good idea, after man. the third question? So gaining 150 points, uh, Luscious Lewandowski is up to 460. And... No pressure, boys, but on a record-setting pace, gaining 281 points. The old and the beautiful are up to 911 points with two questions left. I can feel my heart beating with excitement. All right. Fourth category, never going to make you cry. Terrell Owens famously defended his quarterback, Tony Romo, in a post-game press conference in the 2008 postseason. With tears forming and voice cracking in the process, what team beat the Cowboys in that playoff game? Yeah, we can check in. All right. Luscious Lewandowski checking in. So, old and the beautiful. Talk it out. Oh, do you remember this, Josh? Man. 2008. My quarterback. Who? That's right. It's my quarterback. I mean, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Who won the Super Bowl that year? Was that? That was the Giants. So, it could be them. That was uh, that was the year that uh, Matt went to a really cold uh, cold football game. That was a rough game. I think I think it was the Giants. I think they beat the Cowboys to go to uh, to go to Green Bay because they were a they were a uh, a low seed. I think Dallas was the number one overall seed. Well, they had the greatest quarterback ever. Um, that's all that makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. The theory, the the. Theories line up. Yeah, I think I think that's it. All right, so we'll check in with the uh, New York Football Giants. Yep. For one hundred points. One hundred. One hundred points. All right. Old and beautiful checked in. New York Giants for hundred points. Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you say? Yep, the uh, Giants were winning late in the game, but the uh, but uh, Dallas had the ball deep into their other end zone and. 
before uh, Mr. Romo fumbled the snap on a field goal to win the game. And the number one seed Dallas Cowboys went down to the Giants and then they went to Lambeau and beat the Packers and then went to the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots. Or maybe is my is my uh, remembering of all those details wrong, Trevor? So I, yeah, I I had the Giants. All right, I had the Giants for how many points? Five zero, fifty points. Fifty points. All right, both teams getting points. The correct answer is the New York Giants. All right, JJ. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I have tried to repress the memory of that Giants Packers game for the past twelve years. Uh, I watched it. Yeah, and happily. I also watched it. I have a couple bad memories of Packers and NFC Championship games. We don't talk about NFC Championship games. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) You have bad memories of your team in NFC Championship games. Who are you talking to? Trevor or me? No. Trevor. Me. me. (laughs) Please tell me more about why you have such bad bad memories. (laughs) No, it's not. No, we need these guys on point. They need to get this question right. We can't. Let the anger fuel you, Dan. We need to focus. For Benchwarmer's history, the the category is never going to say goodbye. Nicknamed the human vacuum cleaner, this first ballot Hall of Fame third baseman played his entire 23-year career with the Baltimore Orioles from 1955 through 1977. We can check in. All right. Luscious Lewandowski checking in. So for history, old and the beautiful, talk it out. It's Brooks Robinson. Yes. No, it's not. Chipper Jones, (laughs) check it in. (laughs) All right, JJ, we'll go. We should go with Chipper Jones. I trust you on this one, bud. Call us the Falcons, baby. We're blowing it. (laughs) Wow. It's, it's it's Brooks Robinson, right? I mean, yeah, it is. Checking in, in for, for 100. For, checking in with Brooks Robinson for 100 points. So, Luscious Lewandowski, what'd you check in with? Not, th- I mean, it's all irrelevant now. Who cares about us at this point? But we checked in for 50 points with Brooks Robinson. With Brooks Robinson. And with history being made, the answer is indeed Brooks Robinson. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Luscious Lewandowski finishes with a respectable 560 points. And our clipboard captains of the game, who both set a new bench warmers record and are receiving the coveted Graham Harrell Award with 1,111 points, is the old and the beautiful. Congratulations, guys. Anything you guys want to say before we uh, call it a night? JJ, great job, man. Seriously, you you carried me through halftime, and the two of us kind of got in sync for the third quarter, and yeah. and for the fourth quarter, we uh, I I'll play with you anytime, man. What happens? We'll bury, we'll bury that hatchet. Become, what what happens when enemies become frenemies, man? Yeah, good things happen. Which is not to discount what Scott and Matt did. They had a they had a really decent score for themselves too mm-hmm. if we and, wouldn't have messed up on i mean really Harmon killebrew really killed us i yeah. if i wouldn't have jumped yeah. in with Harmon killebrew right away i don't know why i thought he was so high on that list i know he's high all time on the twins list but i don't know what stuck in my brain that he was 
Oh, so stupid. Sorry. Let's, uh, let's not forget to mention that they got three out of three hockey questions. So, bravo. Yeah. You guys did get a uh, moral victory Boom. there. Total guess on Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah, I mean, not not to mention that, uh, you know, you guys set the high score, which I'm happy because, you know, it was taken from me uh, unfairly. Mm, there was an asterisk there. The thing about the game is, I, I mean, I like that all the questions were gettable, but they were tough and made you think. There wasn't a lot of them where it was like immediately checking in. And so I thought it was a great game, Trevor. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, yeah. super happy you were able to come on and and uh, play this game for us. And this was awesome. So thanks for your time doing this. Yeah. I will I, second that. Thank you so much for this game. I love this game. I don't know about I, you, JJ. <laughs> I wonder why. Best game ever. Trevor, I, um, you're welcome to come on anytime, man. Yep. Thanks. I, I, I haven't said this often because they have been pretty challenging for me, but this was far and away my favorite round of pre and post game. That was pretty fun. There were some really good ones in there. I mean, Bismack Biombo. Biombo Ryan was. And even one so, of my I favorites. mean, yeah, even even uh, you know, Lee Zach Randolph, and you know, there were some really good ones in there. Yeah. This was this was super fun. Um, I I found myself really enjoying the process of writing questions and trying to see are these too easy? Are they too difficult? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I did not expect to get a new record set. It's exciting. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.